0: Welcome to the Dad's What She Said podcast. My name is Alexa Dad. I'm here with producer Kyle. And we have a special guest in studio today, Joe Budden. Hi, Joe.
1: Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. And yourself?
0: I'm doing all right. Now, most fans out there know Joe as a hip-hop star, but we are here to delve into your sports, sports. fandom. Yeah, because you're such a big sports fan, and I know you've been on ESPN, and you've mm-hmm. done a lot of different appearances. Mm-hmm. You've talked about it in magazine articles, mm-hmm. but we want to get to the heart of kind of where your fandom came from and talk a little bit about current events that are going on today. How's that sound?
1: I'm in gonna- to... I'm right. Let's do it.
0: Great. Um, today we're going to talk about why everyone hates Cam. We're also going to get into Peyton Manning's image and his future, and we'll ask Joe about Super Bowl halftime and the halftime acts and who is singing the national anthem. But I want to start with the Knicks. Kyle, does that sound good to you? Mm.
2: That always sounds good to me, Jesus, even though Mary and Joseph. they're terrible. Joe why do you to say, share my
0: First of all, Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Yeah. Why do you say Jesus, Mary, and Joseph?
1: I hate Derek Fisher. Sure.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He got to go. It's just I can't can't continue to watch just horrible substitution patterns and horrible late-game situation coaching, horrible. Just everything is horrible about Derek Fisher. And for the amount of money that he is being paid, no, I'm not rolling.
0: Yeah. Well, I was at the Garden on Sunday to watch the Knicks Warriors. And to me, one of the weirdest things about the fact that the Warriors come to town, is you've got a huge NBA star, he's going to be the league MVP, showing up to your arena, chance to capitalize on it, and the Knicks won't open the garden up early, so fans can go see his pregame routine. Really? And it's it's causing basically a shitstorm across the league, because Oracle Arena has just decided that they're opening up their stadium half hour early so fans can go watch it, because it's an amazing spectacle. And... They decided that, apparently, at away arenas, they're not going to do it. They didn't do it for the Knicks game. They didn't do it for the Wizards game. And fans across the country want to see Steph warm up, and they won't do it. They won't open up the arena. Wh- why? What's
1: They're the... not they're not obligated to.
0: They're absolutely not obligated to, but why wouldn't you take advantage of that situation? He only comes to town once a year. It's I, a I, chance to get more publicity for your team because fans are showing up, and they're obviously going to be Instagramming and tweeting that they're at the Garden. Why wouldn't you take advantage of all that social media?
1: Well, now, before Phil Jackson was there, I would agree and say the Knicks would look for any opportunity to sensationalize some shit. Not with Philly. I don't I don't think the Knicks are trying to be media darlings. Um, I don't think they're. And it's about appeasing the other team's best player. And if I'm the Knicks, I wouldn't do it either. He's supposed to be a Knick. He's supposed to be a Knick. He is supposed to be a Knick. He is supposed to be an Knick. Broke the fucking TV again, a draft night. Fucking Jordan Hill. Listen, Steph Curry goes seven. Let's rewind past that for a minute. Don Nelson. The Knicks <laughs> trashed Don Nelson. They fucking treated him like shit. Not that I liked him as a coach, but they treated him like shit. Exiled him out of New York. Where does he go to Golden State? I don't need, the, Golden State didn't even need a guard. It, didn't even, it did not need a guard. Don Nelson takes Steph Curry. Bum-ass Knicks take Jordan Hill. Brandon Jennings and DeMar DeRozan go right after. The Knicks have like horrible, horrible luck, so it pains me to look at Steph because he is supposed to be a Knick. By the way, I
0: think that played out as a factor when he came to the Garden because he did not shoot well early on. And a lot of the papers and media coverage leading up to that game was talking about how he was supposed to be in a Knicks jersey. They wanted to see him in orange and blue, and he was under the bright lights, and he failed. He was tight. He did not play well. Defensively, he was okay, but he's always good on defense. He couldn't make a shot. I mean, the Warriors and the Knicks both were I mean, almost scoreless for yeah, the first several first, minutes of the game, but that's typical course, for the terrible. that's typical for the Knicks, yeah. not for the Warriors, and especially not for Steph.
1: Well, thank the Lord that you know when Steph has those off nights, he can rely on on Clay, who's streaky. But when he gets going, it's the same as Steph. Yeah. So yeah, but I was glad he got 13, Steph.
0: I mean, I, barely part of me he wanted to see a 70 by.
1: point game. I thought I was going to see it the other night. Yeah. When he when he had uh. 51 versus, of versus he her wizards. Of
0: course he can't do it when I'm there yeah, to wizards see him. Oh, You're like a wizards fan. I'm a huge wizards fan. with your fan. fucking
1: fuckity fuck uh, yeah. Washington. I'm from D.C. No, what do you want me to so? do?
2: Peter's a Celtics fan. Yeah. He actually is a Celtics fan
1: and a Redskins fan. Yeah. whatever. Yeah,
0: we are Redskins fans. But the one thing that I loved about Steph is that even if that the fact that his offense wasn't going, he was great on defense and he was all over the place. And I said to Peter, I said they should start having a Steph cam because watching this guy all over the court is pretty amazing. And he said, Well, you're here in public. You can have your own Steph Cam, right? You can watch him as much as you want, and he was phenomenal to watch, especially on defense. I mean, the guy is—he doesn't stop for a second. He's all over the place. Well,
1: speaking of, I, I want to ask you a question for a second. If you if you had to, if you had to choose between current Steph Curry and prime Allen Iverson, you take who?
0: Wow, great question. Because I'm a huge AI fan. Huge. I would still take AI. Why? Because I think. He had more tenacity, and I feel like his fight. We haven't seen you enough like, out you of like Steph the step over. yet.
2: You like the step over, the AI step over, of course. Yeah, that's what you. Well, we all like, like the AI yeah, step I mean,
1: over.
0: Yeah. I like his attitude. I think, in terms of, I think that attitude on the court came across a little bit stronger than Steph's. I think one of the reason that Steph isn't getting the glory that he deserves for what he's doing right now is because of his attitude, because he's such a laid back kind of guy. Oh,
1: you got Steph all fucked up. No. Yes, you do.
0: Steph is such a chill dude.
1: Steph is one of the most arrogant people in the NBA.
0: Why do you say that?
1: I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. I mean, listen to the stories that the other players tell. But he talks the most shit on the court. He's walking away before the ball even oh, is love, anywhere I love near that. the rim. It's, love a, it. But it's arrogance.
0: Why is that arrogant, I though? I think great
1: players are allowed to be arrogant. He's though. just celebrating. I'm not disagreeing. Right. Yeah. I'm just proving a point to Alexia. That he might not wear the arrogance. His demeanor is laid back and right. he's all about God and family and it's easy to, to be fooled by the the his frame and he's tiny and, you know, it looks beautiful. That nigga's an arrogant fuck. Yeah, but he And I love it. But- <laughs> no, I agree. I love oh, it's it. great. It's I wish great. he would showcase more of it. Part of the reason I love Kobe so much, when I begin to love Kobe, because I used to hate Kobe. Um, but when I... Was his arrogance like? There's something to be said, Mike. That arrogance, something to be said for people that are that arrogant, and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Do you think LeBron is more arrogant than Steph, or Steph's more arrogant than LeBron?
1: Um, LeBron, I, I I couldn't say. I couldn't say. I think we see more arrogance from LeBron because he he backs it up. He's all, mean, he's a he's, showman too. Who?
2: LeBron. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's a part. Of, that's him. That's a part of his brand. That's all. Like that's how he presents himself on the but court. But that's kind of my point
0: between Steph and AI. AI's brand was to be a showman. Like, that was his and and his arrogance. He wore it on his well, sleeve. How was
1: AI a showman?
0: That's what he did. What did he do? He wasn't... He was... Like, that toughness and that arrogance came across on the court. Being at press conferences talking about, I don't want to practice. I'm too good. I don't need to be there on the, you know, on off days. I don't need to be there if I'm not playing or if it doesn't count. That all came across to me on the court when he was showing guys up. Whereas Steph... I mean, he plays hard. I just don't see that toughness and that, that She's arrogance kind of pro- that I Alexia see. of She's a-
1: kind of proving my point for me. She speaks to AI's tenacity. I speak to the effortlessness that Curry plays with. AI always looked like it was him against 10. Like he was struggling to do whatever he had to do, and he did it. But it looked like he had a hard time. I've never not once seen that. St- Everything Steph does just looks effortless, very laid back. But
0: then you have you didn't watch him earlier in his career. Because early in his career, it did not look we effortless. Co- we, we
1: couldn't watch him because he couldn't play. He so, had ankle injuries every year, which is why he's on that cheap ass contract now.
0: But we watched him at Davidson. It didn't look effortless at Davidson. in, in college, it did not look effortless. It and did when to he me. did And when he did play, though, early on in his career, he had some struggles. He of did course. not. He did not play. Who and, didn't have struggles and, early in but, their career? But he works harder than anyone on the court. He's Who? kind of like Kobe in that way. Steph. Who are we talking about? Steph. Steph. Right. He works harder than anyone out there on the court. So for it to maybe it looks more effortless, but it's really not. AI has pure talent, where Steph has to work as off for it
1: wait huh yeah if you don't get this bullshit what, what is she talking about <laughs> she just loves AI Boy, she really she loves, loves AI a huge AI fan. she loves AI I see it's <laughs> difficult for her to have an objective conversation I can't believe you just said that
0: you don't think that it was more effortless for AI than it is for Steph on the court
1: no Seriously? they're guarding him from half court yeah, Curry what are you like, talking about?
2: Curry, Curry's on a different planet.
1: He's... They're guarding him when he crosses half court. I watched it the other night. Triple teaming him when he gets to the logo.
0: Yeah, but you're only talking about this season specifically. AI no, and not. You're talking about last season too and the season before and the season before that?
1: Time out. Not the season before the season before last season. Not that season. That was a Mark Jackson season but the last mark jackson season i'm counting so when so when you break your own three point record like by a damn near double and triple mm-hmm. i don't need to have this conversation anymore like he's the best shooter i've ever seen he's got he's probably 1a and 1b as far as handle is concerned with kyrie yeah right sure um and he's my height <laughs> he's like shaped like me He's a small dude, for what sure. Do you, what do you want me to say? Like Iverson, I've stood next to. Like, I've tried I've been in the same club with Alan Iverson trying to get women in his prime. It was very difficult for me. You I've had no <laughs> chance. All the women were going with AI. But like I remember that pandemonium. This is different. This is very, very, very different. Like, Steph could arguably win the most improved player award. You've never seen anything like that. Over his
2: amazing season last year. You
1: season. have never seen an MVP that could quite possibly win the uh, mo- uh, Most Improved Player award.
0: And MVP. Is that what you're saying? Both?
1: Well, he could win MVP. But if, if we got that out the way, he could win Most Improved Player. So this is, this is why it's arrogant. Listen to this. <laughs> I was one of the people that said Golden State didn't play nobody last year. Yeah. They didn't. Who they play? Right. Everybody was injured, but I get it. You play who they put in front of you, I understand that. Got that, so now you got, they just pissed the little light-skinned kid off. James, the the players voted James Harden. All right, whatever. I don't even know why the players are sitting somewhere voting for anything anyway. Get your ass on the court. Y'all ain't supposed to be voting for shit, but cool. <laughs> the first, this is the first year y'all want to have the, who's the player's MVP? All right, James Harden is the player's MVP. Got it. Then you had everybody say, oh, them niggas, they play nobody. All right, cool. Then you had everybody say, oh, Mark Jackson put together, he ain't gonna. Listen, them niggas came back. They're going to easily break that Bulls record. Easily. Sure. I, in my opinion. Of course. Not a, you're saying, of course. Yeah, it's why? Not a, it's not a given.
0: I mean, it is on nights when Steph has 13 points and you've got several other guys who can step up. It's not just Steph. Yes, he's doing the majority of the work. But with Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and all these other guys who can step up, why wouldn't they break the Bulls record? They... they... <laughs>
1: Because they're playing in the NBA with other NBA teams who are great. It doesn't but look. None like of, it but none of, yeah,
0: none of them look like their really the level of the Warriors like this sometimes. year. No way.
2: I mean, I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, but just, there are some games against where one of the best like, point even.
0: guards in the league right now, John Wall. Steph made him look ridiculous. He embarrassed him.
1: I don't. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Forty-one in tennises. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. I think so. John Wall had forty one and got, ten. Why is that John, embarrassing? John Wall's gotta be a little bit upset let, though that he had a career
2: game like that. And then Kerr was like, I got You 10 let better. Steph that's, score
0: fifty one points. He had 11 threes. That's embarrassing.
1: Why? Embarrassing that? for the Wizards is a exactly. whole That's say, what I mean. I wouldn't you say can't, embarrassing for That's
0: not defense. I don't think John it's Wall.
1: I don't think it's embarrassing when he's doing it to everyone. Well, that's that's true. He's, he's doing didn't, he he's,
0: didn't do it to the Knicks. He didn't do it to the Sixers. She's upset
2: that she didn't get to see it against the Knicks. No, she but wanted I'm to serious see a though. Game.
0: Against two of the worst teams in the league, he did not show up. And then he goes down. I to I wouldn't D.C. show up
1: to a fuck. I'm surprised the Sixers show up to a fucking Sixer game. <laughs> You're telling me about somebody not showing up to see the, the the fuck? Oh Lord, have mercy. All right, the Knicks though, I'm happy he didn't do that. I was mad Clay dropped to 37. The Knicks frustrate me. The Knicks just frustrate me.
0: What? How do they get a point guard? What is the best way for them to get a point guard? Because let me tell you something: Jose Calderon is not a point guard. Okay. Especially worth having, and not in the NBA.
1: Which is why, and see, I I thought that the Knicks should have pulled the Cal Lowry trigger, uh, two years ago, when that trade was on the table. They should have one hundred percent did that. Cal Lowry, why don't you do that? So now they talk about Teague. I don't think we have the assets to get, uh, Teague.
0: You'd have to give up so much and you don't have anything. What do you have to give up for, for T there, There's
2: draft picks
1: after twenty. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I,
2: no I, but no. that's what you'd give up. But, you I don't agree but, we've, you but we've
0: already seen how that has played out. Because guess what? They don't have any first-round draft picks this year because they fucked up early. I, I, earlier I on in I their management It dawned situation. on me actually
2: like a couple days ago. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, the Knicks could. No, they can't draft anyone because they don't have a first-round pick. They also
0: don't have enough caps. They've got $19 million in cap space this offseason. That is not going to be enough to sign a big name you don't to a free how, agent contract. First of
1: all, you don't know how much cap space they have this yeah, season because you don't know what the cap is. The, t- the
2: 2016 that should be coming. You don't in know what the cap money. is.
1: The cap is extremely high. It's enormously high.
2: They're going to have
0: about they're going to have about 20 million, and they can also move some players around and get some extra cap space. No. Yeah.
1: You, you are incorrect on that. They have more than 20 million. Everybody's off the uh, Everybody's off the roster except for uh, Mello. And Calderon, and KP, there's one more. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fucked up. I don't, and Cal O'Quinn, they did a lot this last summer, so you might be
0: right. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. They they've got 20 million cap space, and there are not that many unrestricted free agents this offseason. I think it's Kevin Durant, Mike Conley, Al Horford, Al Jefferson, and Nene.
1: I saw a way different list than she saw. I saw a list with hundreds of names on it. Well, yeah, there's hundreds of names, <laughs> but we're, we're trying to get a... The good I'm, ta- I'm
2: talking yeah, about unrestricted free play. agents. It's the Knicks. We need to we well, get that, well, well, that the
0: Knicks would be interested well, in. Well,
1: every single season, what I do, because I'm a Knicks fan and a loser, um, I look at the list of unrestricted free agents and I try to build a contender or a competitive team for okay, the Knicks. Okay,
0: so build a contender. So, Who are they going to go Mike get?
1: Mike Conley is available this summer. Yeah. I'll take him. Yeah. Who wouldn't take him? I don't know who's better between Conley and Teague. They're a little similar, I think. Conley plays better defense.
2: I feel like at this point though, you just get a point guard, a, a good point guard that's better than Calderon, and you have a workable team. I don't think so. Not
0: no. not if they're willing, not no. willing to play defense. That's a huge problem on this team. I don't
1: think they really have a bench, the Knicks. They have a hit or miss. Langston Galloway's right all
0: right. I like Langston Galloway. I like the way he plays. Me too. He's a good he's a good asset, at least.
1: I would uh, be upset if they traded Langston Galloway. I would, too. Because he's an excellent backup point guard. Yeah. And he can play some of the two if you ever get a guard. Yep. So you can do that. And he plays defense. He plays hard. He's quiet. He's, I, I love him. He went off last night. He went crazy last night. That I game. covered
0: him in college when he played at St. Joe's. And Did Phil you? Martelli, his coach, always raved about him. Said he was the nicest kid. Great, you know, demeanor.
1: Um, you can tell. You yeah. Can look at him and tell.
0: For sure. Hard worker. He would be one that I think if you're a Knicks fan, you'd be upset if he yeah, goes. I would. I would. Anyone else? Con- is everyone else disposable?
1: Conley, Corver, and uh Gasol. I like it. I like it.
0: All of, what, what do you mean? All mm-hmm. of them?
1: Yep. <laughs> I like his options. He's nodding
0: like a schoolgirl. Yep.
1: Yeah, no, yep. I like the optimism. First of
0: all, there's no way that they all come to the Knicks. Well there's a way. Why
1: wait, why is there no way?
0: Because why you don't they don't have enough money?
1: Uh, anything Why is does possible. She keep saying that? They don't Kevin have Garnett. enough money.
0: That's what everyone keeps saying. Yep. They don't have enough money. That's not true, they though. don't have draft picks. They, they don't the, have draft picks. The reason that the Knicks are going to be where they are right now, for at least next year and possibly seasons to come, is because they have screwed themselves into this position.
1: Why do you have to crush dreams? She's not crushing mine. I think she's incorrect. She can't tell me the, the amount of cap money that uh, the amount of cap room they have when they, they she don't know the cap.
0: It's i'm um, I'm telling you, they have about 20 million in cap space.
1: So tell me what the cap is.
0: Uh, we'll look up the cap. I don't, know, I don't specifically know the,
1: the cap. You can't look up the cap because they don't know the cap. <laughs> yes, what, everyone said ca- you're coming into this year and the
2: cap's supposed to go up the r- across the board. The cap is inflated. Just, all,
1: the TV deal comes yeah, in this year. Th- that's the what makes this year. That is inorbitantly high. That's you what makes this year so interesting me. in free yeah.
2: agency because the new TV deals that they're getting it's going to blow up everyone's cap so that's why lebron also made his deal what it is because he knows that he can get lebron to be in a 1 year
1: deal for the rest of his career yeah
2: he knows <laughs> that he can get a lot of money coming into this deal because he looked at with all with everyone around him he yeah. said even if i'm going to stay in cleveland i can then go well my time's up i can renegotiate because you almost can say that every team, regardless of their cap space right now, could potentially get max contract guys because of how much money is going to be thrown like in. According
0: to ESPN, okay. the New York Knicks project to have approximately $19 million in cap space for the summer of 2016. That is a significant amount of money, but not enough to sign a 2016 free agent to a max contract. Okay, That is the first two sentences of the main article about the Knicks on ESPN.
1: With that said... I have asked you the same question at least five times. What's that? What's the cap?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, that I don't know. Right, we
2: still we still don't know. We still not we, okay. w- we won't know until the Knicks have it's been six,
0: sixty-seven million dollars in committed salary for two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. Um, under the scenario, the Knicks will be four players shy of the league minimum twelve required the on a roster. Supposed, I just keep it,
1: the cap is supposed to inflate to over ninety million dollars.
0: But then, why would they write this?
1: It's, Just because they're, they're not taking well, that into consideration? He, he, they
2: did say approximately because they don't
1: know. They you don't can't, know. They can't put in a they fact. They can't put in a fact that the Knicks will have X okay. money. Okay,
0: all right. Putting that aside,
1: you think so that— So don't try to rain on my Nick parade because your <laughs> bum-ass wizards suck. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make me a, a pessimist.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Kristaps Porzingis? Love him. What do you love about him?
1: Everything. Everything about him. And I hated the draft pick. And I hated the draft pick.
0: Did you cry on TV like that, kid?
1: no. I hate that. But kid. I definitely. We, I was, we know. I was well documented saying I'm having nightmares that the Knicks are going to draft this fucking foreigner. And then I was listening to ESPN radio. He was doing interviews before the draft. Oh, would be a Nick? Oh, man, I hated it. I didn't want him to be a Nick at all. I have no problem saying that I was incorrect and I was wrong. And I'm very happy I was wrong. Yeah. I was on a D'Angelo Russell uh, wagon. Uh huh. Who I still think is gonna be amazing. I just don't think Byron Scott knows what to do with him. No. Uh, I agree. I love Byron. I'm so glad that we didn't get Okafor. And Towns Town, so I mean. Right. But, but I think this draft, I think that the meat and potatoes of this draft class, this is a, a real good draft, actually. For sure. Like, it's a good draft. It's probably well, one of the better drafts.
0: Well, and I think that the Knicks lucked out in their pick for sure. Yes, they did. Because it could have gone a completely different direction, and Phil was smart in getting Kristaps because he knew something about Kristaps that no one else knew. Because a lot of people hadn't gone to see him play.
1: Mm, true.
0: And didn't put that effort in to to scout him and make sure that he was, ev- you know, everything that you know everyone over there said he was, and mm. that was a that was a big.
1: He's, he's got, he's, he's got, uh, Porzingis has got some moves that I just don't see how anyone will be able to defend them. Like last night in the, in the Detroit game when Andre uh, Drummond just served him with that spin move. Yeah. Like, Jesus, he killed him just now. He went right back down there on the other side, hit him with a, a spin move, fake to the right, and then uh, hook over. I don't even know what the move was. Yeah. I, I can't tell you what the move was. And it went in. I said, holy shit, who's going to stick
0: that? Do you have any concerns with Stapp's health at all?
1: Nope, she does.
0: Why? He's a big guy. He's not. He's, he's not Yao. Had...
1: He's not seven seven. He's seven three and he's two twenty. That's not enough. Uh, that's not enough weight to break the knees down. That's what happens with the big guys. They get the weight, the feet, the all that shit. Nah, it's not that, enough. That weight. was
2: that was my argument when we had this discussion a couple
1: I weeks think, ago. Well, she I look, look at, the shit on the Knicks. Uh, so but just let her go ahead. <laughs> but
0: look at Brooke Lopez. He's got ankle and knee. But and he's stockier.
1: Brooke Lopez came issues. in with all these issues. He came in the league with an ankle issue and a knee issue and all this shit. He's. Not, I would like to look up how many full seasons Brook Lopez has played since he's been in the NBA.
0: Not many, two maybe.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. I, just, I just think when you when you look at the two of them side by side, Kristaps is a slender guy. He's not. He's not big. Brook Lopez has a bit more up top, just as far as how wide he is. Kristaps is the same width like from bottom to top whereas brooks got he's got a bit more just shoulder wise he's just a little bit wider so you think that size hurts him more which is why when i see chris Stapps, i'm not saying i don't have these concerns about injuries me either because he's his built he's not top heavy he's not he like I need knee to...
0: braces on both his no, knees he, i think that's like a he precaution twists though. His ankle he twists his ankle like every other week he twisted his ankle once
1: and you're going every other week
0: I, twice. I could twice so far this season. Uh,
1: her and Peter are in love. I can see it. I can see it. I feel like I'm talking to fucking Peter. They're both nuts. And you know, Porzingis' game doesn't warrant that he be down low like a big man banging and getting nicked up. Like he can be on the perimeter and be perfectly fine. Yeah. I would he like does have see,
0: that outside shot. That I, is nice. I would
1: like to see the Knicks play small small next season. I think they should trade uh, Robin Lopez. Get him out of here.
0: What? He's the only one that plays around the rim and he's your last defender because no one wants to help out in that defense. Everyone plays man to man. Hey, if my man doesn't score, great. I did my job. No one wants to help out. Do you watch Robin Lopez around the rim? He literally he does his job. And if he doesn't get any help, the Knicks are screwed.
1: I don't think that they I don't think the Knicks expected Porzingis to be as far along as he is. Sure. Um. So they went out and they got Robin Lopez, who I was very excited to get. I just don't like them two together, and I don't, I don't feel like uh, Derek Fisher does either, which is why he doesn't really play uh he doesn't play Robin Lopez much late in games. Well, he started to lately because Porzingis has been, I don't know, rookie wall or whatever the fuck he's hit, but. Yeah, Robin Lopez is one of the few players on the Knicks that you can actually trade, has a decent contract and you can get something back for. Everybody yeah. of a 7-1 center who plays defense and rebounds will always have a job in this league.
0: Yeah, especially who isn't injury prone like his brother.
1: I'd like to see how uh I'd like to, I would like Hassan Whiteside. I'd like to see what 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 he's talking about this summer, even though I know he's going to demand a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know if I would give him a lot of money, but Whiteside, KP, Melo... Flalo, Teague.
0: I like it. Okay. I like Teague too. I, I watched like him it. at Wake. I'm a big Wake guy cuz Oh yeah,
1: loved him. Loved, loved, loved Teague at Wake.
0: Yeah, my dad went to Wake Forest, so we're big Wake fans in our family and Oh yeah. He was awesome. Did he was you see fun when, to watch. when
1: Randolph Childress was going crazy?
0: Yeah, I did see that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Um all right, so I want to move on to uh to talk about the NHL All-Star game. Did you see this at all?
1: No. When was it?
0: It was last weekend. It was
1: last weekend. I didn't know about it.
0: And I'm a, I'm not a big hockey person. I mean, I'll watch it if it's super interesting. I'll watch the finals. I'm into hockey playoffs. I'm into hockey live. I think it's one of the best sports live yes. that you can go to, I agree. especially if you're close to the boards. But watching it on TV, the puck gets lost. I think it's difficult. I'm not a a big fan. But it's a
2: sport for the diehards, definitely for and sure. I, I love watching hockey.
0: I also think you grow up on hockey. I don't think you necessarily just jump in and get into hockey, but that's my you know what? own I, personal I, I, bias. I did,
2: though, because I, I grew up not really into hockey, and one of my best friends is a crazy Rangers fan. Diehard. And in, I want to say six years ago, it would just sort of be like a thing after school, or you know once we got out of class, watching Rangers. And then just, I wasn't big into it, but if you watch enough games with someone who's that passionate, I just, that's it. I, You know, I went out, bought a Lundquist jersey, and then I was in. You so. watch hockey,
0: right?
1: Yeah. Did you um, watch
2: the
0: All-Star competition? I had no
1: idea that the All-Star competition had occurred, and I watch hockey. And that's they a big a, problem. They do a very poor job of of promoting that and, and spreading awareness. Yeah. Because I would have watched it. I enjoy the skills competition it's with great. hockey. It's great. Yeah. You know, it's so many, it's sad, because there are really a lot of great storylines in hockey this season. Uh, a lot of rivalries, like, I don't know what my Rangers are doing, but... but <laughs> Yeah, some good shit going on in hockey. It would be nice if somebody over there knew what they were doing. Right. To let the people know.
0: I I, I, I didn't even know it was on. I happened to be to flipping through channels and saw that it was on and was like, Wow, I haven't seen this before because I have never watched the hockey All Star Weekend at all. Mm-hmm. I've had zero interest. In fact, when it it happens, I'm like, Great, a five day break from hockey. And that excites <laughs> well, me. The
2: All Star game oh isn't God. that but, but great. I was,
0: but I was, I was excited by the, you know, the fact that they have to get the puck over this little barrier and into these little mini nets. I mean, I don't know if I'm even saying it right, but that's kind of the the terminology that that all fake it, and use. But it's good for a
2: casual fan. You're sure. a casual, a casual fan. fan. Yeah, it was exciting. And it's, it's entertaining because these guys get to express their personalities. You, got you know guys what I like the, the most.
0: The fast shot or hardest shot, yeah. whatever it is.
2: <laughs> the hardest shot. Uh,
0: whatever. 108 miles per hour?
2: Right. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's it's good for the casual fan because it's them doing these fun things. Guys come out with their kids and they're skating around. Yeah. You, they were in Nashville, so country music stars are skating out and doing crazy, handing them mm-hmm. off guitars for goalies to use. And as the sticks.
0: John Scott story was really interesting about this guy who's basically an NHL journeyman. Did you hear about this? No. An NHL journeyman who was uh, sent down to the AHL... And basically, voted into the NHL All Star game by fans. And the league tried to say to him, like, listen, this isn't gonna be a good idea for you to go. You'll just kind of be laughed out. And we wanna protect kind of the integrity of the All Star game. So you shouldn't show up. Media tried to convince him not to show up. He said, fuck you, I'm showing up. He dominated, he scored two goals during the All Star game, and he ended up being the MVP.
1: What a story. Yeah, and
0: he was carried off off the ice.
1: Storylines yeah. I didn't even know about. No. Now.
0: Yeah, it's great. It was very interesting. So I was into it. Do you like any sort of all star competition? Are you into the Pro Bowl or?
2: <laughs> There's not a single person <laughs> over uh... the age of ten who's into the Pro Bowl. Oh, I mean, that's man. the exact. Uh, it's just not. It's not good. That's not the exact
0: good. reaction I wanted to elicit. What about the NBA All Star or Midsummer Classic?
1: Yeah. Both. Well, the mid. Nah, yeah, I, no one. I don't really care about Midsummer. Home classic. Run Derby. I don't care anymore. Really? I don't care anymore. It, it,
2: that, that's another one for kids, I but it's it's, it's 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 at least— Did you care about it when you were younger?
1: I cared about it when uh, when baseball was uh, solicited and uh, supporting all the steroid users. <laughs> that, that, that's when I cared about it. When, okay. When baseball was down with the shit— I cared about
0: it. So, so you didn't think that Todd Frazier, for the home team, hitting all those home runs out of the park, you weren't interested in that? Yeah. Are you a Mets fan, Yankees yeah. fan? Who do you root
1: I'm never a ets anything. <laughs> I'm not a Jets, Mets, or Nets anything.
0: So you're a Yankees fan.
1: And, yes. So you Yanke, took the year Yanke, off from baseball. Yankees, Knicks. No, because, no, I didn't take the year off from baseball. We was in the fucking hunt. Until the fucking uh, Toronto went fifty and zero, you
0: can't be you can't be serious that you were in the hunt though.
1: We were in the hunt. I mean, they were, but we the were wild in the hunt. Card. They were in the wild what card
0: is... Is... game. <laughs> it's like you guys are like Redskins fans at this point. You make the playoffs just because you got into the wild card game. I'm
1: starting to think her and, and her husband lose. are related. That's what I'm starting. Wait, all right. Let me listen to her insult my team some more. Go ahead.
0: Well, I just
1: we're like the Redskins. How?
0: Because you guys got into the playoffs. You play one playoff game, and it's like, well, we were in the playoffs, whereas you guys are used to winning championships, and the fact that you guys eke into the playoffs. How we like the Redskins, and
1: we've won a championship this decade. Mm-hmm. And last decade. No, no,
0: I'm just saying that you're no, like no, the no, Redskins. No, 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 well, you're not
1: just saying. You're saying we're like the Redskins. Please don't compare such an amazing, <laughs> fucking phenomenal <laughs> franchise to them bum-ass Redskins that you root for.
0: I only mean specifically this season oh, because careful. we got into the playoffs and it was like, yes, we're in the playoffs. Amazing. And that is not a standard that most Yankees fans should hold their team to because you guys are used to winning championships. The fact that you got into the playoffs, that we is won not- won
1: our last championship as a wild card. What are you talking about? But Why wouldn't I be excited about my team being a wild card? And we've won championships as a wild card. Because did Please you, tell me. Did
0: you see your team this year and my how they Giants played in that wild card game? My Giants also
1: won the Super Bowl thank you, thank as you. a fucking wild card. You. So you trying to rain on my parade as a wild card? We got to be in a dance. You got to be in it. I want to be in it. So did you what? see
0: how your team played once they were in the wild card game? Which not team well. are
1: we talking about? The
0: Yankees. Not she, the Giants. She, she, can't, she can't. I can't talk criticize about them. About the she, they won the Super Bowl. She
1: can not She can't. I don't let it. That I can't. There's no way I let her. I knew the Yankees were gonna lose that game. <laughs> I knew he was gonna lose that game. Yeah. I knew it. I just knew it. Uh, I mean you still,
2: you still once you I mean, listen, I, I give Yankees fans a lot of shit too, partly because the Mets did so well last year. But you, you don't get excited watching get anything into, Mets get though, right? into the playoffs. No,
1: I support New York. I support New York. I'm not a Mets, Jets, or Nets uh fan, but if they get in, I rooted for the Jets this year. I rooted for the Mets. I did.
0: Jets didn't make the playoffs. Yikes.
2: Yeah, that was, that was
0: really pathetic.
1: See, you lose to I, the I go, Bills I I don't,
2: on once the my last done, regular season. Grumpy.
1: No, see, no, I can't. Yeah, see, can't, once my
2: teams are out, I'm just upset and grumpy, and I just kind of...
0: Hold on, question, but you're from Jersey, right? Not born in I'm Jersey, but... i from New
1: York. Like, I started my love for sports when I lived in New York. I moved to Jersey when I was 13. I was well... Uh, I was a Nick fan. I, I was watching when fucking Patino was coaching.
0: So you weren't a Nets mm-hmm. fan back in the day?
1: Uh, Nets. Hell no!
0: Never. You were never a Nets fan at all.
2: I hate the Nets. Yeah, I feel like really? if, if you were li- if you lived in New York all the way up until thirteen,
1: uh, uh, and then you moved to Jersey, I, think I don't that think up. that's time
2: to. You wouldn't adopt at that point.
1: The Nets? No yeah, way. No. I've been I've been I've been already watching uh watching basketball for years at that point. Yeah.
0: So Knicks and bu- Knicks or bust. I can't hear you. Knicks or bust. Yeah. You must have lied to the magazine that I article that I read.
1: What article, did you read?
0: I read an article because I was reading about yeah, it your didn't sports say fandom. About, it
1: didn't say nothing about Joe wasn't being a Nets fan. It,
0: it said that you were a Nets fan oh, then
1: they lie. back they in
0: the day <laughs> when...
1: Oh, somebody freestyled that. Oh, really? I'm well-documented for years and years and years and years.
0: Maybe not a fan, but no, you supported no, I hate, the no, I team them. at the time. Oh, you hate that. I them?
1: hate the Nets. I oh, I will only root for the Nets when the Knicks are finito.
0: By the way, I just googled Joe Button Nets and it's Joe Button net worth. That's not what we're looking for.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> Joe no. Button
0: Nets fan. No,
1: nothing comes up. That's my point. I don't. I don't speak very highly on the Nets. All right. Yeah, you do. And they, and, and if I was a Nets fan, I wouldn't be when they fucking took the team from New New Jersey. That yeah. Well, that's why I was surprised. I want to see where all the Brooklyn Nets fans are now. Remember when they made the trades and the owner was putting billboards up across from the garden and all the All right. And the Nets was giving out free gear, free tickets to everybody. Everybody from every radio station was going to the Barclays. Where them niggas at now? I want to see all of y'all Brooklyn Nets fans now. Sean Malcolm, you one of them. Ebro, you another one. It's a whole bunch of y'all out there that just was fronting like y'all was Nets fans because the niggas was giving y'all free tickets and the 4040 is in there. And now look, y'all quiet as a fucking mouse. Okay. Bums.
0: ESPN. This is what you said to them, apparently. Allegedly, it. right? We like that word. Um, so even when your fellow Queens native Kenny Anderson was rocking with the Nets, you still didn't mess with them. You said no. I rocked with the Nets back then. I supported them back then, but I wasn't a fan.
1: Derek Coleman and Kenny Anderson,
0: right. So you were Petrovic. Okay, so you were a, a supporter back then.
1: I liked all those players. I'm a Nick fan. Right. I'm a Nick fan. Okay. It's like I like Kobe. I like I, I like Eddie Jones. Nick fan. I like I like players. I like to watch <clears throat> players. Uh huh. I am a die hard Nick. That's okay. it. Got it. That's it.
0: Okay, but rocking with them and hating them are two separate things, right?
1: You well, either hate well, them
0: or you rocked with them back in the day and you hate them now? Or how did you make that transition?
1: Well, back in the day, I didn't... I'm still a Nick fan, but Kenny Anderson was amazing.
0: Okay. Kenny, All right. That's what I wanted to... hear. Okay.
1: Because Kenny Anderson's from Queens. I'm from Queens. Right. Kenny Anderson is like legend. Yeah, of course. So I kind of had to rock with him and Derek Coleman. Okay. Derek Coleman, who was... Come on. I don't know if... This, see, you might be too young to even remember Derek Coleman. Like, when he was... Oops, sorry. We're, we're tagging here.
2: the microphone now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm
1: sorry about <laughs> he's that.
0: He's punching stuff.
1: Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't hate. Hate is a strong word. Okay. Hate is a strong word. Okay, but I'm a Nick.
0: Got it. What would you do if you could choose? What would
1: you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor and he's hungry? Little City High for you this morning. Love anyway. that. Amazing.
0: <laughs> By the way, it's 7:30 in the morning. We well, were supposed no, to do it, this it's podcast. It's
2: 8:40 in the morning now. We were here. It, well, it was. Yeah, it was on
0: yeah, right. So we were supposed to do this. Thanks podcast. a lot, bro. Yesterday, between um, noon and 3, we got our wires a little crossed, but we're here early this morning, and good thing, because you have so much energy, and you're a morning person. Who would have thunk it? Yeah.
1: Not me. I, I, it's weird with me. I'm an insomniac yeah. and a morning person. Yeah. So I can go to bed That means at, you
0: never sleep, ever.
1: No, no. Yeah. I can go to bed at 5 and wake up at 8 and be on the go.
0: Well, it's good that we have tons of caffeine here, because we are at the Red Bull Studios. Lots so of caffeine. So we have- delicious drinks this yellow edition red bull i had today for the first time tropical delicious um we they're also at rb studios ny if you guys want to check them on instagram or twitter
1: i'd like a red bull sponsor for my podcast we'll talk offline okay we'll we'll talk about
0: that let's move on to the super bowl
1: hey where's the line at now
0: i think it's six
1: no it's not six
0: it was six yesterday he said now Panthers were favored by six yesterday. yesterday. They were favored by
1: six yesterday. The day, the, day, the day before that, it was five and a half. Yeah, it I know.
2: The Panthers were at six yesterday, oh, like
1: 5.30. Fucking, who Who's Vegas fooling with this shit? Who are you rooting for? The black guy. <laughs> Come on, don't be silly. Black people are rooting for the black guy.
0: Yeah, but there are black guys on Broncos' defense.
1: No, when we, you know who the fuck we're talking about. We you, said a black guy. No, nah, yeah, I mean, Cam. We're talking about Cam.
0: Why do people hate Cam?
1: Do people hate Cam? Yes. I mean, he came out and said it. Who's a, pe- Who's the people that... Oh, you're talking about the uh, the shit he was saying? uh, Yeah. 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 Cam gets a lot of slack. He does. Uh, You mean flack? That's what I meant. Got it. I ain't finished my coffee because y'all made me hide it. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, he gets a lot of flack for, uh, you know, he's in pictures with Jeezy and Future. He's dabbing. He's celebrating. He's having fun. He's giving the balls away. He's... They're blowing teams out. Like he's being, he's being himself. He's being him.
0: Why do people have a problem with that? Because he's
1: winning. That's why.
0: You know, I- but I think people had a problem with it when he was not winning and when he was sulking on the sidelines and he's got the towel over yeah, his that's, head. That's because he was not being, looking was, like a leader. That was him
2: being immature and people sure, were people giving, had a problem with it, When with you're the, the, the quarterback, you're supposed to be the leader. Yes. Now, how you choose to lead is up to you, but if you're being immature, people are going to give you crap, especially when you come out as this talent from Auburn, and you're supposed to be this guy who's going to reinvigorate the team, and he was sulking, and he got crap about it, rightfully deserved.
1: Yeah, I think he does.
2: The crap he's getting now, and when he comes out and he says, I'm an African-American quarterback, that scares people. I'd like to believe that there aren't people who hate him solely because he's black. But I'm not. I don't think I'm naive enough. Well, then to, you're living in a fantasy right. world. Right. But I, I said I'd like to. But I, yeah. I do believe there are people that just dislike him because he's black. After he said that, Ryan Clark on ESPN said, "It's not the color of his skin that bothers people. It's the culture that he represents that just people don't understand."
1: I, I agree with that, and I disagree with that. It's both. That that
2: was my exact. That was my exact feeling. I, I do think. It's I don't both. think it's as many people dislike him because he's black. I think there's more people that dislike him well, because the they argument. don't understand his culture. They don't understand where he's, like, where he's coming from. He grew up with hip-hop culture. That's all the of, person he represents. That's, that's him. He's being true to himself. All of
1: this is the reason why I'm, I'm very close to taking Denver in the points, honestly. Why? Because I'm not naive. Yeah. John Elway and Peyton Manning are two of the most loved white people in all of the universe. Yeah. As far as football is concerned. If there were Mount Rushmore of football... John Elway and Peyton Manning are on it. Yeah. Peyton Manning is probably leaving this year. Yeah. Cam Newton is black and has spent the whole season dabbing, and they gave him the MVP. I feel like they'll be like, shut up, nigger. Here's your MVP. Shut up. Go away. Sit in the corner somewhere, and we're going to let the white people that we love ride off into the sunset.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. So, Me you neither. think almost like a WWE situation, the outcome is fixed. They've written the script already and the.
1: No, no, no. I don't think that. I do not think that at all. I think that a call changes a game.
0: Well, that's what I mean. And so the refs have some sort of ties into the outcome. Oh, of this
1: 100%. Game. Yeah. 100%. Come on. I'm not, there's too much money involved. So go, going, going too into the much game. Money this a, I'm a conspiracy theorist. This is a business. I <laughs> hope We can involved. tell. <laughs> yeah, but am I saying something wrong? Do you not think that the NFL is a business? Do you not think that high stakes is involved? Do you not think that Vegas and the mob is in play? Come on, let's talk about
0: it. No, I agree. Oh, I agree. Great.
1: Wonderful. I still think it's a good
2: storyline, though, for the NFL and for younger viewers if Cam Newton wins. Like, it's... If this guy is the face of your franchise and of the NFL going forward, just the things that he does, the way he carries himself, yeah, he's out there, he's dancing, he's having fun Hey, he's playing a sport.
1: he's out there without his best receiver yeah
2: <laughs> let let yeah. him let him be yeah, out let him. Totally. he's I, he's not hurting anyone. he gives the ball to kids if he's dancing because it's a, a popular dance move in hip hop culture right now. We didn't have a problem when Odell Beckham catches a touchdown and he's whipping a Nana in. Yeah, but a quarterback's
0: different. Although, Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick got the same exact hate when Colin Kaepernick was playing well. When he was kissing his biceps, all of his tattoos, people that didn't like his attitude, they didn't like his headphones, they didn't like the fact that he was arrogant and unapologetic. Colin Kaepernick got the same exact hate. And like you said, it's because he was winning. It's a very similar situation. People dislike you for your attitude, and they haven't seen quarterbacks or quarterbacks that they like act this way before, and all of a sudden, it's now a problem.
2: Aaron Rodgers, pelvis thrust
1: 40 times a year. Kaepernick gets a lot of hate because his number one target is normally on the other team. (laughs) I mean, let's just call this fucking spade a spade here. He don't know the playbook. He don't work hard.
0: He's been to back-to-back NFC championship games. You don't get no, there no, no, by no, throwing no, no. interceptions. slow down,
1: slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. The 49ers went to back-to-back uh what it, come on my N- hand, my coffee.
0: NFC championship yeah.
1: games. Okay. The 49ers went to back-to-back NFC championship games and that first run they made, Kaepernick wasn't wasn't driving the fucking car. Then why did they pay him so much? Cuz they wanted him to drive the car. But he didn't drive the car in that first run. That was Alex Smith.
0: You don't think he earned any of the money that he got?
1: I think that if if we could look and see a the, list the of, the of the 49ers' regrets, <laughs> that I much think money, that yeah. would be one of them. The okay. tail end of that season. But I don't mean hindsight level. I don't yeah. mean
0: I don't mean looking back at it, at it now. I mean while he was dominating, when he was, because he was. Plus, he had the ability to run. He was being compared to a lot of other mobile quarterbacks in the league. He was on top of the I, NFL the at one point. Why are we forgetting about this? And he was getting so much hate.
1: Let me tell you why we're forgetting about this. Because Colin Kaepernick came in and ran all over everybody. RG3 came in and ran all over everybody. And then the very next season, NFL, uh, NFL defensive coordinators spent a summer working on what to do against that Wildcat. And RG3 is now... A thing of the past, and Kaepernick is a thing of the past. Good for them at the 49ers, though, because Harborough, good for them. Good for them. Good for them, good for them, good for them. They Why? treat them bad. They treat them bad. And I don't care if he treated them bad. He's responsible for turning that entire franchise Harbro, around. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah. So,
1: so I, I just have a problem when owners and uh, the people, the higher-ups – Start feeling themselves and, and firing the nigga that changed the entire franchise. I have a problem with that. Yeah. So now I'm watching Harbro do the same thing. I, I like Harbro versus uh, Urban Meyer though in 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 college. Yeah. I like I like to see that battle of the minds because
0: they're crazy. They're yes. crazy men.
1: I love geniuses are normally crazy. Of course. Yeah, I that's love what it.
0: makes them geniuses, right? Yeah. What about the halftime show? Coldplay and Beyonce. Are you into it?
1: Well, I I, I do love Coldplay. Do you really? Yes, I do.
0: Wow, all right.
1: I would say I would say guilty pleasure, but I'm not guilty about anything that I enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coldplay. Yeah. Beyonce. Won't complain about Beyonce. Yeah. Should yeah. be
0: great. So no no qualms. No. Nah. I'm not a big Coldplay person.
1: Coldplay's got records.
0: I mean he's got talent. I'm not saying that he, that they're not talented. I'm just not a fan of the music.
1: What do you like?
0: I, mean, I keep hearing
1: nothing but negativity <laughs> spew I out spew of that. I spew a lot mouth. of hate. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I can see it, man. Like, I do like Beyonce. That'll be fun.
1: You like Beyonce? But like, why not the, the Redskins. Why not
0: let the women? Why does it always have to be a collabo? Why not let Beyonce and Rihanna do, do the halftime show? What's the problem with that? For
2: the Beyonce same reason they don't. Rihanna. Also, for the same reason they don't have. Well, they don't have to be on like, stage
0: at the exact same oh. time.
2: But it's it's for the same reason that it's not it's just Foo Man. Fighters or Metallica up there. Like it's football, right? Yeah. So you you would think and that's always my argument. It's football. Why is it not like a, you have to a hard everyone rock band or a hip hop act, who the majority of like good like sorry not good but football fans mm. like that kind of music? However, everyone in the country and a lot of people around the world are watching it. So you go with a big act that has mass appeal. You and I might not really like Coldplay. I'm not a big fan our boy joe's a big fan so Pardon people me, people <laughs> are going to watch coldplay they're going to watch beyonce uh bruno mars is coming out so you have all these people why that, is
1: bruno mars coming because out? he did it last year and it was okay no, he, how do so, you know he's coming out no i really enjoyed him last year don't, he was more than okay don't under uh, no don't, i'm sorry he was he was, he was okay really good with the, him and the red hot chili
2: peppers were really they, good yeah i it really enjoyed I, them I, wait
1: wait,
0: wait. why is it coming out
1: Uh, That was mentioned yesterday.
2: I heard people talking about Bruno Mars.
1: I hope I'm right in
2: that.
0: Lady Gaga is singing the national anthem. How do we feel about Lady Gaga?
1: I don't care. Why am I listening to Lady Gaga singing the national anthem? (laughs) Really? Yeah, I don't care about that.
0: You don't care about any of the musical acts during the Super Bowl at all?
1: You just said Did you care I just say, See
0: what I mean about this woman?
1: I just said I like Coldplay and Beyonce. I just said that. I know,
0: just... but you don't seem emphatic about any of it. Usually people get like really excited if they're excited to see their- I just
1: made half a move and our mics bumped and the engineer looked at me like I was a Martian. You want me to get up and do cartwheels and show my excitement about the, perform, the performing acts at the fucking Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, we need to get you some more coffee. Oh
1: right, Jesus. Um... <laughs> What? I'm having a blast up here, by the way.
0: <laughs> what uh are you having a Super Bowl party? What are you doing for the Super Bowl?
1: Party, no. Gathering of of friends and loved ones and potential new vagina, maybe.
0: I love that there's a difference between the two. Because for me, a party is having a gathering of my friends and family and
1: Oh no. When I say new <laughs> vagina, I mean maybe one or two new vaginas. When I think party, I think. 500 new vaginas <laughs> so <laughs> it's a tad different if i'm just inviting over my friends and two chicks i want to fuck and yeah. hopefully that can happen simultaneously
0: okay interesting um what do you serve at your super bowl party food wise beer wise anything are you responsible for any of that uh,
1: yeah, white people are so like great like you guys <laughs> serve fucking hors d'oeuvres i ain't doing that are you gonna Uh-oh. order food maybe pizza and wings
0: Okay. That's Actually, like, we're, that's gonna like get, we're gonna get dinosaur. Actually, I, I take love I take
1: that back. I yeah. take that back. My father, my father suggested yeah. that everyone that I'm inviting give me twenty five dollars so he can go and go to BJ's or somewhere and cook all day. Just nice. a bunch of burgers, potato salad, chicken, like just a whole bunch of shit. I'm probably gonna go get some uh, king crab legs because uh, I want some king crab legs. And, mm-hmm. and they suddenly
2: it. got way more. It got better than pizza and wings, which I think are great for the Super Bowl. But now you're like, yeah, I want to do, I want to do a cookout. I want to do burgers and. Have- well, I
1: totally forgot that my father said that. If this, if if I were left to my own devices, it would be pizza and wings. Which but, nothing wrong with for the Super Bowl. But I remember last year I tried to do that, and oh man, it was a disaster. Like trying to order pizza and wings on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah.
0: It's the worst. Unless you have an order pre put in <laughs> yeah. and you know you have it all planned out, I you can't get it the day we of. We waited
1: hours. Yeah,
0: and then everyone's cranky and upset.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, somebody will cook.
0: Have you ever been to the Super Bowl?
1: Hell no.
0: You have no interest in going?
1: Not at all. I, I'm I'm one of the few people that enjoy watching sporting events on T V yeah. and not going to them. Would you
2: have liked to have gone for the Giants two Super Bowl runs though? No. Wow.
1: No Why not? Because I see it better on my television. But you, you don't like I, the energy
0: of the fans and the I crowd? I hate
1: people. I hate people. I never want to. Now we're the, I now ne- all the hate's feeling from never, this side of the room. No, I know I'm listen, I think self, it's rubbing up on you. No, self-awareness is important. I hated people long before I met you. I <laughs> hate, hate, hate people. So 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 this is how my brain uh processes this. Because people call me all the time. I know people on the Giants, the Knicks, they call me all the time, hey, come to the game. And I say, okay, hmm. Leave my comfortable home, get dressed, go to a game, be around people. Spend a million dollars on a hot dog, sit in traffic. Nothing about that sounds fun to me. I agree. Like I don't get why people do it, but
0: But I do like seeing the athletes in person every once in a while. Like I liked seeing Steph. I thought that was fun, even though he didn't play that well. But I always being see able these guys to watch him in person. was cool. What do you mean?
1: I mean you see him in person all the time.
0: I mean playing their sport, not at the club.
1: Oh, I don't care about that. I much I was talking to Seth Curry, Steph's brother last year, and him and Steph were supposed to come to my house and play Monopoly when they was playing the Knicks. That's what we're supposed to have. I had to kick their ass in some Monopoly. Are you really good at Monopoly? That excites me much more than going to see Steph shoot a jump shot.
0: Who uh, who are the athletes that you've hung out with that you really like, that are good good people?
1: There's too many. A lot of them are real good people. Most recently, I bumped into, uh, who do I see? I'm always bumping into Nick Nick Young when I'm in L.A.
0: Always.
1: Always. And he's he's real cool. Swaggy P. Yeah, that's my guy, man. So I saw him recently because I was out there. Uh, Who else? Brandon Jennings my guy, of course. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of guys. I got a lot of guys that I fuck with.
0: Any sort of experiences that you've had with athletes having a good time and that are unique stories? Anything
1: yeah, more than just? Yeah, none of which I would ever share because they are <laughs> athletes and the good times probably shouldn't be shared. What about? What I, was about... Just, I was just babysitting Arian Foster that, that last week. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not elaborating. <laughs> <laughs> but Arian Foster is my guy, man. That's like, that's my, my guy, my guy, my guy. Like my guy. And we was out. He gonna be back, good to go. I don't know if he'll be back with the Texans, but in the NFL this year, yeah, 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 yeah. he'll be fine. He he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. I mean, he's got a delicate fucking whatever that is. He keeps injuring. (laughs) But when he's healthy, oh yeah, come on. I mean, you got to take him.
0: So we were talking. um, We were doing the pre-podcast show, and we were talking about our meeting, and we were talking about if you had the opportunity to be a fan of a team at any point in your life, if you could remove yourself from your attachment to your teams and go be a fan of X team.
1: 85 bears, okay. you gotta see. Like I wanna, I, I, I like being able to see greatness. Okay. And I think that this generation that, that we're in, like I thank God for my sports era. Like I got, I got to see Mike. I'm talking to a lot of people today you know, about this Steph Curry and LeBron and all this shit. A lot of these younger people, like some friends of mine are your age, 29, 30. And they're like, yeah, I remember watching Mike, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like invested. I didn't really know. I knew he was the man, but I didn't really. So I, I, we got to see Mike, Tiger, Kobe, Chet, like just so many great, amazing people things emmett like i could just go on and on and on about the greatness that we've seen yeah so if i could pick something i, w- I would want to see i'd love to see oscar robinson like it's just things it's just people that i would like to see I, I can't think of a team i'd like to see muhammad ali in his prime that would be that would be mine
2: yeah but he's it's not a team
1: i get. we got to see tyson yeah yeah floyd
0: i don't know about floyd though Floyd was Floyd's fun to watch, but he plays defense a lot. It's not as exciting for me.
1: I'm talking about greatness and you talking about being exciting.
0: <laughs> well, I'm talking about being a fan. I'm talking about being a fan because for me, the most exciting thing about being a fan is watching something exciting, right?
1: No. Not for me. You got to understand. I'm, I'm a Nick fan. It's true they're not very exciting. <laughs> well, when we were winning. No,
0: if you could yeah. we won but if you ugly. could choose any team that you rooted for eighty
1: one seventy nine, and I was very happy with that.
0: Yay! <laughs> <didn't fucking>
1: <laughs> that but that's because you have an
0: affinity for the team because you love New York. But I'm talking about if you didn't have that affinity, if you could choose any team to be a fan of. Like I would love to have been a fan of the Red Sox back in two thousand four when they beat the Yankees. Oh, because fuck to me,
1: the Red Sox.
0: Yes, fuck the Red Sox. But think about it. I'm talking about removing your affinity. You don't care about anything else besides that they're your Ain't team they and you have love for the, them. Uh,
1: 2004 is when they came back from uh, the deficit
0: right exactly oh. to me that's that is the most thrilling part about sports All she's sort of drama
1: everything that everything bad that happened to the teams I like she keeps mentioning <laughs> why is that I don't want to talk about the Red Sox beating us in the fucking World Series horrible do you know
0: uh rod at all do I know no do you know Jeter do you know any of those Yankees I, or are you um, oh you're your boys with CC no yeah how's CC doing
1: I haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Once that once that story broke, I, I sent him a text. I said, "I, I support you. If you need me, I'm, I'm here." But I didn't. I didn't reach out after that.
0: Was he when you did hang out with him before he went to rehab? Was he in bad shape?
1: No, not at all.
0: Interesting. So he kept it <laughs> hidden. Well, I'm sure it wasn't like a public display.
1: Well, when you have that type of disease, it's 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 never public until it's out of control. Right. So. And and me again back to my conspiracy theories. I'm not and I'm not talking about Cece. But normally when I read, when I read athlete checks himself into wherever because of alcohol problem, I don't mm-hmm. believe any of that. I don't believe any of that. So what, no,
2: do you, what do you what do you not, think happened? People
1: are not checking. The, I don't know about Cece. I'm not talking about Cece. That's my man. Right. Um. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about normally when I see that, I think oh, all right, he's on coke. He's right. a drug problem. You're not checking yourself in anywhere because you have an alcohol problem and you're a sports figure.
0: But well, what's the difference?
1: What's, what's the difference between an alcohol problem and a drug problem?
0: Well, what's the difference in terms of he was checked into rehab? Like, what's the why, why do you differentiate between the fact that he was checked in fr- by but, alcohol or drugs? Why does it matter? He was checked into rehab.
1: No, because some of those are the bullshit rehabs. The ones that Miley Cyrus just keep going to and coming out and then just being a fuckhead again. Like, those don't count. He's but aren't hers here.
0: drugs or hers are just alcoholics? Uh, hers ain't fun. nothing.
1: She goes somewhere for 20 days, kick her feet up and come out and snort some more shit. It's like the circus. Like, they, yeah, yeah, like, come on. I don't, like, what are we doing here?
0: But CeCe's was real.
1: Yeah. Well, I haven't spoken to him, but I'm going to assume something was wrong. I know his family was real supportive. He's got a, an, an amazing support group, so he'll, he'll be fine. He's not one of those people that's out of control. His head is, you know, not screwed on right. Like, CeCe knows what he's doing. He's got a, he's bright and he's got it. He's got. I'm not worried about him at all. I'm more concerned with uh his pitching.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, the Yankees man well, should his, be. Not more than
1: his health. But right. But yeah, his pitch. The Yankees. I don't want to talk about it. I almost get frustrated that I have to talk about all my teams, and all my teams are trash. But I'm yeah, happy but yeah, that we got a new second baseman. Yeah. Um,
0: Greg Bird yeah. went down. That did not look good. By the way, you guys have hung on for the past two seasons. By using Mo and Derek Jeter as basically like fun tours to show everyone that they're retiring, and that's what's gotten people to buy tickets to come she to the says games. A
1: lot of wrong shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not this. Not this past season. The oh, previous okay.
2: two seasons. Oh, right. That's so what you're confusing me. Two seasons ago, Jeter retired.
1: Oh yeah, and then the season before that, Mo, Mo retired. retired. Two of the greatest Yankees to ever live.
0: Of course, but the teams were terrible both those years, and you guys used these icons to parade around to be able to sell tickets which hey listen i respect i don't
1: i don't that's not fair that that's not fair to do that we use these icons it would be it would be it would be you got me to the games it would be a grave injustice to not salute and farewell those two gentlemen the way that they did you don't think jeter's farewell
0: tour was a little much no they gave that guy cowboy boots. What's he going to do with cowboy boots? A Where, surfboard, wh- a lawn chair. He's, he's in his, he got, he's he, in his apartment a right now on the surfboard in
2: cowboy boots. Just hanging out because he
1: can't. I'm, I'm with all the legends being sent off as legends. The only person I would be upset with if I saw that happen is Tim Duncan.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Because he's just, he don't, he's never been with it. He's never been with it. I mean, he said out his own mouth, the day that I'm not productive, I'm out. Right. That's That's just it. That is how I picture Tim Duncan. So if I see Tim Duncan, hey, waving shake, <laughs> kissing uh shaking hands, kissing babies on his way out, I'm like, oh come on, Tim.
0: Yeah, he, that means come he changed on. a lot. He yeah. became a different person. Yeah.
1: Derek Jeter didn't look abnormal, it didn't look too different to me. Mo, if you heard Mo, like how could you feel like that if you ever heard Mo during that season? I mean he was like, listen. I am ready to go. I don't want to come back. I love the yeah, because I've done all I could do. And and he was still incredible. He could have came back.
0: Listen, I'm not saying anything against these athletes. And I. Well, you've I, been I, saying I,
1: things against these teams since I walked in the door. <laughs> but it's fine.
0: I respect the fact that they made the decision to do this. Who's the baseball just, team again? I'm a Nationals fan with an affinity for the Mets. That's kind of my situation.
1: Pardon me. Indigestion. <laughs> See, this is why I get so confused. Hey, what? What? What are you confused I about? I can't allow you to talk about my. You're a Nationals fan? Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. It's tough. Oh, it's tough. Y'all are shit. Yep. And y'all should not be shit. Y'all should be.
0: It's true. There's well, no. no. Excuse for- Okay. Don't
1: you try to defend it.
0: There are there are excuses for why they're not performing the way they should be, and a lot of it has to do with management. It's the same thing with the Redskins, although the Redskins don't have half the talent that the Nationals do. It has a lot to do with the management. They've got tons of money problems. They've got a clubhouse issue. They hired a, they hired a skipper who has no idea what he's doing. They have a lot of problems there, and yes, they have tons of talent on the roster, but that doesn't necessarily always translate into wins. Look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers were very similar. They had tons of talent. They had Donnie Baseball, but he didn't know what to do with that talent. You have Yasiel Puig running a muck on that team, Um. and you had a lot of injuries. So there are a lot of things that play into baseball teams even though they have tons of talent not performing well the Dodgers are a prime example of that and so are the Nationals
1: You know better than all that bullshit you just said the Nationals are fucking loaded and pitching wins and they have arguably the best 1 through 5 The Mets in- not
2: not better than the Mets The Mets have the Mets have the best 1 through 5 I'd put money on it
1: Like
0: There's not a chance There's not a chance I don't know
1: Well wait well, Harvey, wait y'all will win that because all right on paper Sure, but that's what I meant. We're, we're
2: preseason, so we're yeah, we're gonna yeah. go with
1: on paper. On paper,
2: and just based upon what the Mets did last year, I'd say Harvey, Degrom, Syndergaard, um, Mats. Well, yeah, and then you have Cologne right now as your five. Who's I think a lot of teams would sign up for Cologne as the five right now. Like maybe not the Nationals, not, but not, not a nat- lot of other teams. Nah, he, he's still he's gonna give you innings and he's gonna give you a few he's wins. He's either I'm gonna be great today. Or, or I'm gonna be terrible, but that's that's you take that, that sort you of take out that at of your at five, a five, especially <laughs> with the fact that you have Wheeler coming back. Hopefully, July first, he has extra rest now. Then you have Wheeler as your five, Cologne to the bullpen. I, the Mets have the best one through five in baseball.
1: I'm really happy. Uh, Cespedes came back over there. That was that that was that worried me for a minute.
2: That was big though,
0: and it was big to see the Mets spend money because they were that was talking good. about the
1: Nationals getting Cespedes. Actually, yeah, yeah. they were.
0: He was yeah. on the back page wearing a Nationals jersey. All right, we are going to wrap up this podcast. The thing, the well, last thing we, we just do. Got started. I know we did just get started. We would love to have you on for That's not a lot longer. True. One we're of us has been
2: keeping
1: time.
0: We're going to get kicked out of the <laughs> out of the studio. We end every podcast with an embarrassing story. Do you have any good embarrassing stories for us?
1: Um. Well, I'm very rarely ever embarrassed. Um but I'm sure I, I could think about a story. Are you, you want
0: me to go first, and then while I you think go of something? First. You go first. You give us one? Okay. I like it. So I've told a lot of my career embarrassing stories, which there have been a few. Um, so I'm going to take this one back to college. And, the I mean, listen, I was a mess back in college. Um, I had, you know, I drank a lot, which was mm. bad, and also provided a lot of people with a lot of entertainment. But on this one specific night, we were out and I was sitting with a bunch of my friends on bar stools. And I went to the bathroom and I said, Hold my seat. They were like, Okay, great. I come back and my stool's gone. And I said, Well, what happened to the bar stool? They said, That chick over there took it. And what I, I said, What do you mean she took it? So she walked over said, Is anyone sitting here? They said, Yeah, our friend. She said, No, not right now. She's not. Took it and went back to her spot. Mm. So I turn around and I'm sizing this girl up. She's like five foot nothing. Probably a hundred pounds. Like, oh, I can take her. So I walk over there, and I grab the bar stool and yank it out from under her, and she falls onto the ground. And everyone laughs. And I take my bar stool back and I walk back over to my friends and I sit on my bar stool, and I'm telling a story. You know, I'm t- t- telling about how funny it was when I walked over there and everyone was looking at me. You know, and and I think I'm so funny and, and entertaining. A couple minutes later, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I turn around. Yeah. the girl decks me so hard i thought she broke my nose and i fall flat on my ass right down on the ground now luckily the bouncer caught it and threw her out so moral of the story don't punch a girl in front of the bouncer well luckily, but, luckily
2: for you he didn't catch the chair pole yes he caught yeah. the punch. although
0: i was friends with the bouncer so i probably wouldn't have gotten kicked out but
1: okay
0: i mean insult to injury um. so not only did i have a black eye. I also was on the floor of the bar. See,
1: so you were trying to take advantage of your political connects in high places and you got punched in the face. <laughs>
0: and I got embarrassed. And it was a terrible situation. But I learned. I, I would don't never have... pull out a bar stool under from out from under anyone.
1: I don't have a story that great. Uh any any story that I'm like halfway embarrassed about, I'm sure it would have to deal with impotence, uh which you experience when you're on certain pills. So Mm-hmm. I was on certain pills. I had some beautiful girl with me in a hotel in Atlantic City, and I went to go do what I had to do, and my man just was tired, must be, like, he was sleepy. He just didn't want to wake up. You know, you had those days where you're in bed, the bed feel good, you don't want to get out of bed. Like today, I didn't want to get out of bed today. It was snowing, it was horrible. Yeah, that's, that's what my man was doing. It was a little embarrassing. She was, like, tapping him. <laughs> like... All right. Come on, little, little Peter, little peepee. Little, come on, little dickie dickie. Like when a when a beautiful woman has to start, has to start just like, just mushing your dick, like just seeing if it has a pulse. Like, hey, you gonna jump for something yeah, it was bad, it bad, was bad, bad. Look, the engineer's mad happy. I'm done uh, hitting the mic. I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm
0: done. Oh my gosh! On that note, I think we have to end this podcast. Right. Joe, wake up. Get hard for
1: me. Come on, little soft soggy dick. You know what? Fuck no pussy for you, Joe. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> I want to thank you for having me. I really enjoyed myself. I never want to communicate with Peter about your podcast. Okay, I want to always communicate with you. I want to thank all of you. I'm going to go and fucking fall asleep in the studio. But this was an amazing, Joe. Amazing thank you so much for coming podcast. in. I
0: really appreciate it. You making the time it means a lot to us. Sheldon, thank you. Kyle and Abiel, thank you guys as well. And we make gotta, sure
1: we got to do this. Uh, I hate to interrupt. We got to do this up? again next year when the Knicks win the championship.
0: Oh, okay. I like the
1: optimism. Yeah, hey. you, guys need, you guys
0: need a point guard first. Make sure you get that under control.
1: John Wall. Make let's sure to it. check us out on
0: Instagram on Twitter John at Wall Alexa underscore there. NYC, also at RV Studios Fuck NY. <laughs> and let's go get a snack. <coughs> I'm
1: dying. <laughs> Yo, she would kill herself if John Wall came to the Knicks.